today on The Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. We are about to do a deep dive into the world of tech and what is coming into your life and very soon. But it wouldn't be a Friday without Adam Oldfield and Tech Talk brought to you by Vacuum and Furnace and Duct Cleaning. Good morning, Adam. Uh, good morning, Shona. Thanks for uh, joining me, I guess, uh, <laughs> as we talk tech today. Wow. And just as a reminder, everyone, it is January. I want to just, no one thinks about this, Shona. Replace your furnace filter, folks. I, this is the time to do it. You've heard it first here. This is why you want to do it. It's January. It will make your furnace run efficiently. It will help better airflow and get rid of all those little bacteria problems you might be having floating through your home. There's bacteria floating through my home. Just being clear. Yes. I don't want to I didn't want to put it in a gross way. I mean, with COVID floating around and flu and cold. I didn't want to get into those depth and details of it all, but I just figured, you know what? Uh I'll I'll keep it friendly on a PG thirteen version of our radio show today. Okay. And if you replace your filter, you don't have to worry about that. That's right. That's right. It definitely helps. Truthfully, it does. It helps increase the efficiencies, especially now as we're running our furnace and energy costs are going up. Uh, When you have a a clogged filter, it actually will increase your energy costs. Uh, Your furnace needs to run harder. It needs to try and pull air through your uh, through your furnace. So uh, for no matter where you are, condo, home or or forced air furnace, this is the time you definitely want to change your furnace filter. Even more so if you have pets. Yes. Oh, yes. Or like candles. Interesting enough, if you're a candle lighter, it tends to create a lot of the soot and otherwise gets into your cold air return and actually can clog uh, the wax material from the burning candles can actually clog and uh, uh, clogged up the filter uh, in your uh, in your furnace. I never even thought of that. Thank you. But this is Tech Talk. (laughs) That's right. Sorry. There's your little tech note on when it comes to furnaces. Absolutely. Uh, And I know one of the things you wanted to talk about was, um, well, an, an app that has to do with artificial intelligence. This one is really, really hot, and you might be hearing uh, rumors about what this is, and many people maybe don't understand it. When they talk about artificial intelligence, this is a game changer. In the year 2023 and the next two years, the big change that's going to happen is artificial intelligence. Now, what does that mean? Artificial intelligence is using a computer system to generate uh, copy or to be smart when you ask it questions. Uh, the one that's really circulating right now, it's called Chat. GPT. Uh, And think of it as more or less just a website. And it's got a little uh, uh, area where you can type questions, you can give it instructions. And it's right now it's an open source platform out of California. Uh, And by the way, it stands for Chat Generative Pre-Trained Transformer. Of course, the most complex name ever for a simple (laughs) uh, chat system. But what's unique about this, Shona, is that if you put in this little chat area, uh, for example, write a 400 word blog or or uh, tell me who the president of the United States is. Their concern is this new platform that just came out is going to replace the mighty, the most powerful one in the world, Google. Um, Now, it's up for debate whether or not this new AI website will do so because it's still not accurate. In fact, I typed in who is the prime minister of Canada last year and it said uh, Diefenbaker. So it's not perfect. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's it's definitely got its years mixed up. Um, maybe Diefenbaker would have been a better prime minister last year. Who knows? That's argumentative. But uh, this is, uh, just to be clear, it's it's changing the scope of where uh, we will be able to to generate copy, word or or articles for that matter. So it's being, uh, it's concerning because there's a lot of issues with respects to how intelligent it actually can write an article. Whether it's factual or not is a question of which is yet to be uh, determined. But this this new AI system, and it's free for everyone, Shona. This is not unique. You don't have to pay anything. There's no credit card. It's open source. If you uh, uh, just Google chat GPT, and when you go there, it's really, really interesting what you can actually enter. Uh, the concern, of course, is educational. When it comes to academics, uh, If is many students going to be able to put in, write me a 400-word essay about whatever the topic is, and it can do it. Um, and to uh, address this concern, the, uh, the the organization that's not for profit, uh, Chat GPT, is going to be developing an encrypted system that will be able to actually uh, hide it in the copy. So it will also protect against plagiarism uh, or making sure that it's uh, addressed, that it is artificial intelligence. So anyone that's listening that's going back to university or high school thinking, oh, good, this will... Uh, avoid me from ever writing another essay. Think again. This is not something uh, that you'll be able, uh, your teacher, your professor, they'll easily be able to determine. But where it is advantageous is say a business, a small business needs help writing a paragraph, wants to write uh, a copy about its, its products. This is where it's going to be very, very advantageous. So uh, it, it, the new future of, the, of, of tomorrow is all about AI. I'll probably talk about this a little more in Tech Talk, but right now uh, it is really, really revolutionary. It's pretty cool uh, seeing it come to light. And, and the more it's used, the more it learns and the better it will be. Is the thought process that, anyway? That's the thought. I mean, it's using it's using quantum computing, which is supposed to be like the the most fastest ways of of generating information. And yes, it's supposed to be learning. Of course, it learned. Diefenbaker at one point was a parliamentary leader. It just didn't know what year he was in power. <laughs> so, I mean, there's a lot of learning it needs. Yeah, there's there's a curve going on there. Um, what about what's going on with uh, some Apple products? I understand that there are some that aren't going to be supported. Well, this is this is the year of Apple. We're going to see a lot of new things come out with Apple this year. Yes, and if uh, and and this actually touches me a little bit. I use Apple desktop computers, the iMac specifically. It has been amazing. They're very powerful uh, computers. But there was a few other products in the Apple line, uh, and they have made itself uh, aware that this year. Do not expect to see the iPod Touch was announced last year that it is officially done. So we know the iPod Touch no longer exists. There is no longer an iMac. Uh, and anyone who follows computers, that's the monitor that is a fully addressed computer. So uh, Apple has now only be selling laptops that come with a monitor. You can buy a monitor separately or they you now get an i uh, they're called Mac Studios, Mac Mini, but there's no longer a computer uh, that is pre-built with a monitor in it. This is why that's revolutionary, Shona, is that this was what Steve Jobs was how he got Apple computers back into the market. So what we do know is that we have the WAP, uh, the Apple Watch Edition has also been canceled. Apple TV HD has been canceled. However, they're talking about the Apple 4K uh, TV display will be coming out. So um, between the Apple Watch 3, an iMac, an iPod Touch, there is about five products 
Apple has completely uh, disintegrated, completely off the map, no longer supported, not around. However, this year, Apple is going to be making the full announcement uh, that there is going to be an Apple car. Yes, I've talked about it before. The 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 addition of the Apple car is announced to be coming this year. Um, they're claiming it's going to be less than $100,000 US. Uh, and they're also stating it will be arriving in the year 2026, will be its first arrival time. So uh, what's, why this is important is it's going to incorporate their new Apple chip. They're called the M1 chip. Um, and if you're big into computers and otherwise, this is uh, uh, why that's so important is that it's going to be built on the entire Apple platform. Platform. So it will work on your iPhone, it will work in the Apple uh, ecosystem, uh, but it doesn't come with the self-drive system. That has pretty much been announced uh, at its launch that it will not be coming with a self-drive system, folks. It will be electric. Uh, and I have some sad news. If you're an Android user, you're probably just going to be sitting in a brick. Uh, it <laughs> probably requires an iPhone to make it work. Gee, what are the chances of that happening? <laughs> You know, it made me laugh, Shona, because I mean, you're really, really identifying your 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 market when you say if you're an Apple user, you can buy the car. But if you're not, there's no point in buying it. Yeah, I like the brick analogy. I think that's probably pretty accurate. Um, one of the uh, the things that um, you also wanted to make a point out was uh, about uh, Apple security. Yes, yes. Actually, well, you know, as we joke around the fact that Apple lives in its little ecosystem, uh, there's a couple things with respects to Apple iMessage has been one of the most popular uh, messaging systems that has uh, been pretty much why people have migrated to Apple and don't move from Apple for that matter. They they just like their iMessage. It's just easier to talk with family, friends, business. It's encrypted. They've got a very, very good security system. Now they're going to make it even better. This is like out of a spy movie. It's going to probably uh, advance it even above even James Bond's level. But this added security message uh, uh, feature that's coming out with iMessage, if you're an Apple user, has a contact key verification. And what that means is it allows you to verify when you're messaging someone that it's actually the person you mean you need to talk to. So uh, sometimes you might be messaging and, you know, uh, if your name's Adam uh, and you happen to be from different companies like Vacuuman and you host Tech Talk, are you talking to the right person. Uh, Apple's actually got a new security feature that's going to allow you to know for sure this is the person you want to send the message to. It also comes with a new feature that's going to alert users if someone starts eavesdropping into their messages. So say you're in a, uh, you're having a conversation, you're FaceTiming with uh, maybe a colleague, a business associate, a family member, you'll get a notice now. Apple's got a security feature that if there is an added partner or individual listening or part of this conversation, you will be notified. So it brings a little added security of knowing is uh, someone, you know, maybe a hacker, malware, something that might have infiltrated your system, it will give you a notification that someone is keeping an eye on it. Now, let me bring this to, oh, that's great news about Apple. However, Apple is standing its ground in the European Union that uh, many platforms have now moved to RCS. RCS is allowing text messaging to work on every platform, on most providers. So uh, whether you're in the US, Canada, anywhere in the world, if you text message, it works very much like a messaging system. Apple is standing its ground because of security reasons, as mentioned previously, and the European Union, get ready, they're about to slap some serious fines down onto Apple. Uh, 
Apple, uh, particularly because they're trying to make all systems unique. So USB-C, all electronics need to be connected with the USB-C. Apple has very much made it apparent that it's not going to be another year or two until that happens. But they're also standing ground that you won't be texting people on Android platforms uh, very much uh, using iMessage as its uh, communication uh, details. So, so if you're sitting uh, if you in... Have, if you're sitting in that Apple car that's a brick, you're not going to be getting yeah. any messages from anybody else. Um, and no, we if gotta, you're using Samsung, yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> we got, we've got to take a short little break uh, on Tech Talk on 900 CHML and 980 CFPL in London. We'll be back in a couple of minutes with more from Adam Oldfield. You're listening to the Bill Kelly Show podcast on 900 CHML. Tech Talk with Adam Oldfield, and it's brought to you by Vacuum and Furnace and Duct Cleaning. Adam, I understand that something that uh, has been around and has been a factor in our lives for decades now is about to get an upgrade, the barcode. The barcode is getting a complete... It blew my mind, Shona, to know that the barcode's been around 50 years. I mean, that's like... I don't know why that blew my mind away. I'm like, wow, (laughs) 50 years ago, the barcode existed. Um, And really, it hasn't changed for years. However, Amazon is about to revolutionize the whole way we scan products. So... What's happening is they're putting together a new code and it more or less works with an image of the product. So a box will have obviously a description. There'll be a bunch of numbers and maybe a, a identification of, of size and, and otherwise. Uh, Amazon's coming up with a new identification model that will be multi-module identification. MMID is what it's referring to. And think of it as uh, taking a, when you scan it, like a QR code, it will then bring up a holographic image of what the product is and the schematics inside it. So it's a more, take a barcode and amplify it on steroids. It, It still monitors the what is the product in simple form, but it gives it a lot more elements. So they've been testing it in Hamburg and Barcelona, and the camera can now give a very in-depth detail. Now, they're talking about testing it, rolling it out, and then applying it uh, with, of course, the patent owned by Amazon to other products and becoming a industry standard that you will then get a new code. And when scanned, will give you, think of it as downloading the PDF of what the product is in all of its glory. Wow. That is pretty amazing. Uh, one of the things, and I was uh, promoing this uh, throughout the morning because it's just so bizarre, um, that there is a, an Android that is going to be a drummer. I'm, I'm just seeing garage bands going in an entirely different direction now. Oh, yeah. Like the bands will never break up. You can now be <laughs> a guitar singer and have now your drummer can now be a, a a complete Android system. Show Me, which is a popular Chinese manufacturer. They've made many different Android versions of, of phones. They're actually very much in the robotic industry and they created a Cyber One human, humanoid robot. And think of it as literally it looks like a robot. It, it, it came from, uh, if you see any of these movies these days where you see these android walking uh, uh, robots, uh, the, it actually looks like one. But give it two drumsticks and it, it can train and learn to play the drums. Now, 
this isn't obviously to revolutionize the music industry. This has actually been developed because China has had a serious concern, very much like everywhere in the world. Labor force has been a concern and it's dropping. So uh, they were trying to come up with ways of which they be able to simplify a process of creating a, a, an Android cybernetic uh, individual to be able to uh, assist on uh, simple tasks. Well, they tried it as a test model to be a drummer. And the good news, like I say, they they may not break up in a band, but they may break down. So it's not perfect. Androids are not, they can still be, uh, uh, I would say, not perfect in every capacity. On that note, let me just segue this because there's a big issue of like, well, they're replacing everybody. They're going to replace humans. There is also a company that uh, called Mika Robotics uh, out of North America, and they make prosthetic arms. Now, you'll love this show. And in one breath, I just said you can get yourself a whole humanoid robot. But in this case, a gentleman named Jason Barnes uh, had a prosthetic arm and he's become a super drummer. He's got like superpowers. It's amazing. And one of his prosthetic arms, it has two drumming sticks and he can hold the other drum stick uh, with his with his other arm. So he can play three uh, drumsticks. And he's become, in my opinion, the most amazing drummer in the entire world. Um, and this this completely robotic arm works off of his electrical signals, uh, knows his movements, knows his actions. So I just wanted to bring a positive note to the fact that you can either have a complete uh, Android running your drummer, uh, or you can, in the case of a, a concern of a prosthetic arm, you can also be a super drummer and still be human. That's amazing. Adam, we've only got about what, two minutes left. So I wanted to leave it up to you. Uh, what is the, the one final thing that you want people to know about? Because I know we've got a whole well, page of stuff. but <laughs> Well, let me just leave it with this. Bluetooth. We all use it. You connect it to your phone. You connect it to your headset. You connect it to your mouse. All of it. Let me be clear. Bluetooth has been around uh, for more than 20 years. And it has actually been deemed the most unsecured network connection we could ever use. It's been recommended. There's a, a security conference called DEFCON 4. And just to give you a perspective, one of the rules when you go to the security conference is you have to turn your Bluetooth off on your mobile phone. So why I share this with everyone is that uh, there's not yet to be a perfect replacement to this. Bluetooth has been integrated in many of our wireless devices, but just so you're aware, Bluetooth, when on, is still one of the most unsecure networks. As an example, if we remember contact tracing during COVID, it was so easy that it could pick up and know everyone around you, whether or not you had uh, COVID. Uh, so if you are a big concern of security, make sure you shut your Bluetooth off at any given moment, if not necessary. Find yourself a dongle, get yourself some headsets and use a wire. It's much more secure. So Bluetooth <laughs> is the moral of that topic. It's not secure. It's not safe. Try not to use it, folks. Well, you know, really quickly, because again, we're almost out of time. But I mean, why haven't they added security onto Bluetooth? Well, it's been set up in a way that works on a very low frequency. And the issue is, is that it hasn't been encrypted. Um, it was when Bluetooth first came out, we weren't in the process of encrypted security concerns. So Bluetooth has been set up in a way that is very low frequency, very low energy. Um, and it doesn't really, it hadn't been really uh, developed with the ability to have encryption. Now we've increased it and made it better shown. It's called Bluetooth 2.0, uh, but it's yet to be. I think that's one of the limitations of Bluetooth is that the 3.0 or 4.0 
2.0 isn't feasible due to the fact that it needs to be encrypted, meaning it needs a secure connection. It can't be hacked or can't be easily found. And the, the convenience of turning on your Bluetooth, scanning for a device, connecting it is so easy. And that's the concern is yeah. that it makes it easy for everybody. Okay, it's it's getting turned off. Adam, thank you for your time. I'm so sorry that we don't have more time to get to everything. But you know what? You'll be back next Friday with uh, Bill Kelly. Thank you so much, Shona. Tech Talk with Adam Oldfield is brought to you by Vacuum Man Furnace and Duck Cleaning. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.